When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. There we go. Do you remember this? Judith, do you remember this tune? I'd almost forgotten it. It's been months. It seems ages. It seems like years. It seems like last year. (laughs) Seems like we haven't done a podcast (laughs) since last year. And we haven't because this is... Oh, well, it's January and it's 2022. I quite like even numbers, Judith. Quite do like you? Them. Do you like yes, the I even do. ones better than the old I ones? I think I do. I think oh, I do. I'm, interesting. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for this year, Judith. I'm keeping them very tight. Well, if I could cross my fingers, of course I would. But uh, oh. on the left, I will talk about that later. Let's get yes. New Year and the Christmas news over and done with. I mean, I can barely remember Christmas now. Do you know, it fades doesn't it fade? It's just fade a, especially fast. when it's a quiet one. <laughs> doesn't it go into a quiet blur? I mean, all it was all right so. because I mean there were no tears, no tantrums because there was nobody to tear and tantrum with. Um, I mean, who did you have? Well, Christmas Day, a bit like you, um, was very very quiet. Um, it was just Sienna and us. Yeah, um, but Sienna's sort of heavily with child now. So, did you can you feel so. a sort of fetal presence? Oh, well, it was it was. I mean, that was very exciting because there was a, quite a lot of Mike and I trying to feel for kicks, and I did. Feel, I felt a couple, but you have to be yeah. very very patient. It's kind of you know you do have to wait, but it's um, no that that was very very exciting. But it didn't you know it didn't feel like Christmas. It just felt like a lovely day with yeah. Sienna and making a sort of fuss of her. But it didn't really feel. Like Is she Christmas. huge? Well, she's got. I swear every time I see her, she looks like she's put on like a kind of bag of sugar. Do you know what I mean? Um, and now well, I think it's usually for sh- pregnant women. I think it's a, at this stage, it's a pound a week. But oh, she's carrying twins, so it might be two pounds I know, a week. I know. Well, she, she does look now as if she's kind of full term with, with kind of one baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she still can't. I mean, I can't believe it. I keep kind of thinking, really? She's got, I think, 10 weeks in theory still to go. So. She's doing very well, though, Judith. She doing she's well. doing she's very doing well. well. Yeah, oh, is. right. She okay, is. I'm touching wood and I'm sort of. Yeah, me too. You know, me too. And me too. after this podcast, I'm going yes. to send Daisy an email which she's going to keep secret with my list of names i might do about oh, six that you? i think yes that i think these boys might be called there's two names that keep leaping oh, out at me interesting whenever i think of sienna's twins i think of these two names oh my so goodness i'll I'm put those at the know. top i'm interested uh, to know what they are but well, I, to... i'm oh. not going to let you know All right. okay 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 <laughs> i'll okay. see if let's see if i'm right i don't think i'll be right because i'm you know young people they have their own ideas do you oh, they do don't they <laughs> Are they the allowed? <laughs> the young well, people. Well, we did a similar thing on Boxing Day. We had all the family, apart yes. from one, obviously proved negative on the old lateral flow. Hold um, on, but, why didn't you let them come if they were negative? I mean, positive. I mean, who positive. was it? I who mean, was positive. it? James's brother. So he's oh, so, so, God. So, yeah, so he, so, yes. Well, we, you know, my brother and my niece were in isolation over Christmas. Fortunately, both with very mild cases. I think, Good. you know, that's the, the sort of fingers crossed oh. Omicron. I've got to stop saying fingers crossed, but that's all I can think of <laughs> oh, when well, I I'm think the about that. I'm a touch wooder. I'm a touch wooder. Every time I, you know, I'm a tree hugging, touch wooding, <laughs> fingers crossing. <laughs> Oh God We're just in witches, heaven! Really, aren't we? Just yeah, I'm saluting but... fucking magpies left, right, and centre. You know, 
Yeah, anyway, go on, you're you on so Boxing we Day, you've got all the yeah, family. We yeah. did a similar thing. My yes. idea, actually, my idea, yeah. um, is we all wrote it into, in a, on a, a piece of paper and we sealed yeah. it up in envelopes where we guessed the, the names, not that we wanted, but that we thought they'd be, um, and also their birthday. <laughs> so, so we did a similar thing, actually. So really? yes, uh, d- did they open them or are mm. they keeping them in a closed box? Until... Oh, no, they're in a closed box. They're in a closed box, but I do know that several people put um, Luke or Lucas or Luca, Luca. Yeah, Luca's um, nice. I like yeah, Lucas isn't it? and Luca. Because Sienna, yeah, like you know, yeah, there's a symmetry. Yeah. Sienna, yes. Luca, etc. Yeah. But, but, um, I've been to Luca. Have you been to oh, Luca? I have been to Luca. Oh. It's the most gorgeous place, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? And the shopping. Oh, I mean, the shopping. Shoes and stationery. <laughs> I mean, it's a very long time ago. We went... We had we have some friends who had some money back then, because oh, uh, yeah. this would have been 1990. Phoebe was still a baby, and they hired this Tuscan villa, which, well, you know when you watch films sometimes set in a Tuscan villa, mm-hmm. and they've mm-hmm. usually got that Scottish actress in it. You know what's her name? That's very androgynous. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'll keep wanting to call her Tilda Swinton. That's it. Oh, and yeah. people drift around wearing straw hats and white. <laughs> well, it was like that. It was the most extraordinary oh, Tuscan villa with a pool and a private chapel and all oh, this sort God. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it was near Luca. And cypress Luca. trees. There's always cypress oh, yes. trees. Oh, yes. How you know. Down the drive, a long fucking oh, drive. Yes. I mean, I it can was... picture it. I, can... I know where you were. I absolutely know where you it were. It was magnificent. And I, st- I bought some beads and a pair of shoes from Luca. <laughs> It's funny what. I remember what you bought. Uh, yeah, I Isn't know. It's funny. Know. And then, interestingly, we went to look at an old boyfriend called David Kitson. I had a kind of, a, a, a bit of a kind of fluke, really, with David Kitson. Very atypical in terms of my boyfriends. Yeah. Looked like John Lennon. Was very kind of enigmatic. Terribly lazy. Chain smoker. Um, yeah. But a great laugh. Anyway, we took, it was all flooding back to me. Look, do you remember Nationwide and Frank Yes. Boff? Yes. Frank and Nesta Boff um, in the 80s. <laughs> the Because I, I think he fell from favour. I can't remember what he did. Who did? He um, took a cane with Core Girls. Oh, that's right. That's right. No wonder he was interesting. Anyway, so they had a book which was touring Tuscany. And we followed in the Frank and Nesta Boff trail. And <laughs> all the hotels were really, really good. And, very, and Luca was on that. I don't think we'd have bothered to go, but I remember Luca being being outstandingly stylish. It was a place of outstanding beauty, but you've got to watch what time you go because they have a very long siesta. Oh, and I always think, do, oh, you know, go about two o'clock. And then it, so as you were arriving, oh. all the shutters are coming oh, down from the shops. Yeah, that's I know. right. I know you have to wait till 5.30 or whatever. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. I think I bought macaroons. <laughs> I think I might have been in the same stationery shop. And uh, what was the other thing that you said? Shoes. Shoes and beads. I bought some beads I didn't get to. I didn't get to that shop. And now I instantly want to go. I really want to go. Yeah. Oh, God. Travel. I am so desperate. Anyway. Do you, do, you remember remember, oh, do you remember just being able to fuck off and go somewhere? Oh, but there we go. On an anyway, easy jet flight. Oh, well, we digress. We just di- with, with hand we? baggage. We're just hand baggage because you didn't need anything else. What more oh, do you need? And you can buy it when you get there. Um, so quite a quiet Christmas for us. Phoebe stayed Christmas Eve and then she went to Tristram's parents on Christmas Day. But we did get to see a bit of her. Yeah. And then, you know, we saw a bit, you know, dribs and drabs of family until... Uh, Ben and Daisy were out of isolation and then we had a, a big get-together and lunch, you know, a, a, pre, a lateral flow, then lunch kind Where? of day at, with the family. No, Sarah's. Sarah's. Oh, Remember, yeah. I can't really... I can't... I'm still not cooking, do you do that? No, well, you know, this, surprised. We need to My useless left hand... Well, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about that later, but, you know, yeah. I will be milking the uh, non-cooking left hand for quite a oh, long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know, you. There's not a utensil I can lift apart from... <laughs> Apart from a, a knife and fork to my own mouth and a glass of wine. Li- are you allowed to lift the kettle yet? I know you had quite a long it's time. It's meant to be six weeks. Meant to be, and, six and I'm not quite three weeks yet. But I'm lifting kettles, don't you worry. I'm lifting are kettle you? bells. No, not, I mean, not full. I mean, I'm on half ah, a kettle now. Clever. I'm, oh. I'm on half a kettle. I'm being very careful. You but, found a way around yeah. it. Yeah. Did, nice. a, 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 did you have a best present? Uh, now, mm, my best present actually was, <laughs> because as you know, I am an enthusiastic uh, spot picker and scab um, breaker. Ooh, breaker, it's not pleasant. Image, scab breaker. Yeah, no, so I actually asked for, obviously I asked for it, one of those machines. And I saw one in your bathroom. This is what yeah. started it ages ago. 
which is a, de- a liquid dental flosser, because I do yeah. have a problem with, you know, debris between the teeth, um, which I think is a feature of getting older. So I've got one of those machines. A pick. They're called a pick. It's a oh, dental pick. they're called pick. a pick, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. A liquid pick, and you squirt the stuff. And a jet of water. Jet it's of like cartering your teeth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what it's like the only thing which is pleasing diverting it's a quite a nice little you know um 10 minutes of a morning yes, uh, it's time that's, consuming it's, judith well, it's, i it's mean time, i'm wondering how lasts. long mm, you're going to be mean. keeping this up for I because Maybe um I, I i have to say that mine is about three inches covered in dust <laughs> uh, it's been a long time <laughs> oh dear i mean i've got so much maintenance to get back into but, you know, physical and mental maintenance. I'm, it, I've got weeks worth of work to do on myself at the moment. I really what do. What sort? What do you mean? Well, you know, I'm sort of... I'm not fit. Um, and I, I think I've... I, I mean, my dental plaque is out of control. You just reminded me, actually, I'm gonna, I've am going got to try and find the charger for that bloody dental pick. Yes, and if you you're have. going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. start doing that. And I'm going Good. to sit on the edge of the bath for 10 minutes a day. I mean, oh, it's a gruesome thing. Oh, is that what thing. you do it? Is that what you because it did not make a mess. Oh, it does not make a mess. Yeah, you need a towel to catch all the sort of, oh, you know, genius. all the spittle and maybe the odd bit of blood now and again if you get rid of it. Anyway, there we go. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it was a quiet Christmas. We had a nice family lunch at Sarah's. She did a, a shoulder of lamb and it was Ooh, very, lovely. very good. Slow and cooked. We, Slow, slow well, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't inquire about the cooking. Need to, I think you? it was in a, yeah. I think it was in a, a slow cooking pot actually. Uh, no, you see. Would you do I'd, that? Uh, well, yes, of course I would. I, I'd go for a large roasting bag myself for a bit of slow lamb. Very oh. nice. Sell them at Waitrose. They're very, you know, they they just keep in your moisture. Slow cooking, but you know, I've told you about slow cookers before. One I, day, I, I haven't got and the fucking room for a slow cooker. I don't care. There's, I don't there's care. only one place I could put a slow. I can't lift a slow cooker. I'll never get the strength <laughs> back in my hand to lift a you slow will. cooker. You'll that is my aim in life. There's only one room at the moment that's got some space in, and that's that top bedroom that we had done up. Oh, was you it know, finished? It used to belong to Phoebe's. Yes, it is. Oh, I mean, it's still gorgeous. very bare because all her crap is still in storage. Yeah. And it's you've got that you sort of it's that thing where it's this terrible secret storage, isn't it? Putting things into storage. Oh, well, I know just, what you're like. You've got a lock-up, haven't you, the two we've, of you We've got a lock-up in Camberwell, <coughs> which is full of old shit from the house we moved out of 15 <laughs> years ago. And now there's extra storage, which has got Phoebe's bedroom stuff in. Oh, right. it's extra storage? Oh, you haven't taken another one, have you? You've taken a storage us? unit. No, no, only a unit. Only a sort of... It's oh, all her old school books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, a, a table and, uh, you know... I think the, the bits and bobs of furniture that were knackered have been thrown away, but that was our Christmas present to us that we had the top room done and I bought Jeff this beautiful sort of I think 60s or 50s mirror sort of funny odd mirror that lights up it's beautiful Ooh. and um, he bought me uh, uh, well we had an old chair recovered in pink corduroy from the designers guild so that those were our main presents to each other very nice indeed so um, yeah I, I mean it was Christmas was nice but it wasn't as you said it was like a nice day but it wasn't special yeah didn't really feel uh, have yes, you had tree yeah. down have you done have you got rid of oh everything? i do, oh i do that very early on <clears throat> we've come to cornwall so it was a good excuse but i like that that's my favorite bit i like that i like the bit <laughs> clearing the deck i'm such a killjoy i like the bit um between christmas and new year where you know it's a bit like being in that first lockdown where you didn't have you haven't got too many you know sort of appointments you know what yeah, i mean i like yeah. that you get you know all your lists out and sort of clear the decks and, and watching love. a film in the afternoon. You don't feel guilty watching a film in the afternoon because yes, you're kind exactly. of meant to. Yeah. Exactly. It's quite, you know, I've always loved that, that bit sort of between the two things. The perineum, um, as, as Phoebe and my friends call it. <laughs> the perineum between Christmas and New Year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And I love getting the tree down. And I love my favourite thing of the whole, our whole festive season. Let me guess, is it burning the tree? Is it chopping the tree up and burning? Oh, I do it? like I know that. what you like with fire. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. But you have to wait a bit for it to it to, to dry really dry out. out. You know what I mean? yes, Can't do yeah. it straight away. Um, I like that, and I, but I love my favourite thing is you take all the Christmas cards down. I don't really like them that much. Although I did like your squirrel. I liked your squirrel. My yes, and yes, I did a, a lino cut before I went into well before I did my arm in because I've tried to do a bit of lino since, and it's no good with a useless left arm. Oh, God. But it'll come back in the end. I'm sure um, it will. But I did I'm a sure very. 
did festive squirrel. I did a lino cut of a festive squirrel. And I was so thrilled with it, Judith. I really was. <laughs> so you should be. They were really lovely. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I like getting all those down. And then what I do is Mike reads them all. Because I, I don't really read them when they're coming in. You know, you're too busy. You think, oh, who are they? I don't know. I'm such a killjoy, aren't I? And then I and then, so we both read them. And then I did this the other day. I, I tear off the ones that have got a good back that will make yeah. a nice um, shopping in list. best in yeah. best to do list. Is yeah. I tear them off yeah. and, the, and there's a lovely big pile which usually lasts me well into February actually. <laughs> well into February. Oh God! Oh, right, and you've got a new stationery book mm. and I've got a new file of facts. So we're sort of all set, aren't we? We're, we're all, all set. set. We're all set. We're uh, all for set. 2022. Um, and I am going to get yes, I'm seeing the physio now. So my um, I'll just briefly go of my operation, Judith. Um, because well, you there need are to some... do that because we need, we're, we're all well, wondering you've not how heard. it went. Yes, I was. I, I went under the knife on the seventh. 17th of December and um, I paid for the operation because uh, the NHS is, is really well as we all know the NHS is struggling manfully at the moment and I was not a definitely not a life and death case I was just in an extreme in extreme pain and I just thought I yeah, can't I mean, you, you I'm so, way, so anyway I was in a bad way and so I the one thing went so I was I had it. It was early in the morning. It was about I think I went up down at about nine o'clock for the operation. Oh, down to theatre. Down, down to theatre. Oh, yes. God. You know, in my gown with my ass hanging out the back. How long? Did, how many times did you go for poo before they came for you? Um, I don't think I had time because I don't think you see that was the. Well, don't do you not remember the last time we were on air? I was talking about my fecal impact impaction. <laughs> Do you remember oh, the God. last episode was... How could we forget? <laughs> the festive faecal impaction episode, <laughs> where I'd taken so many painkillers uh, with... Um, I think they were sort of opioid kind of painkillers, which bung yeah. you up. Yeah. And I had to remove my own faeces with a rubber-gloved hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think you actually went into that detail. Well, I now. don't know whether I did. Now you I have. Think, I think I gave... Plenty of heavy clues as to what went on in my bathroom. <laughs> We're now shouting to Jeff, don't come in! Um, so anyway, I was, uh, so I was still quite, you know, I wasn't, I was not my normal uh, regular bowel self oh, when I went yes, in for the op. what you mean. And yeah. I certainly wasn't afterwards. So they gave me a lot of laxatives, a lot, and one, and some of them came in a syringe. I was, I was... Uh, yes, I got oh. a goodie bag to take home of dressings and medications, and nice. it was like it was huge. It was almost a bin liner full of meds, <laughs> <laughs> and there was this sort of syringe with oh a thick, God. gloopy liquid in it. And, oh and then I said, "What's that?" And he said, "The nurse said he said, um, oh, it's a liquid la laxative, but it's quite, you know, heavy duty." God. I said, "Well, uh, do I put it on my bum?" <laughs> Oh, you didn't ask that. Yes, I did. I wasn't sure what to do with it. He said, no, it's oral. It's oral. Oh, oh it was oral. It oh, was I just put it up my bum. Well, so I did thought... I. But you know, Judith, I think it was like sort of the consistency of honey. So oh, I think I'd have got into a bit God. of a mess with that. But anyway, what I do remember about the operation, and I have no idea how they administered the general anaesthetic. No, I don't know whether they put a mask over my face or whether it was an injection. I cannot remember. I think it might have been a mask, though, because I remember saying to the anaesthetist, who was a really nice bloke, um, who They're even always before, nice, aren't they? Are they're always anaesthetists. Love, lovely. Oh, I fancy yes. them. Sorry. Oh, no, he looked yeah. like uh, Professor Brainstorm, but he was really nice. And, and before I went down, he said, oh, I see on your notes you have dry eye syndrome, so yeah. let me just pop some drops in. And he oh. used the really good quality stuff that I have sometimes. And I just thought, I'm in safe hands here. Oh, he I bet exactly you do. Ooh, I what I'm doing. He wasn't using sort of an own brand, you know, full of chemicals, <laughs> shitty one from out of his pocket, you know. And um, I just thought, oh, nice man. But then I had this panic, and I think I had the mask over my face. And I remember saying, and I suddenly was convinced I was going to get locked-in syndrome. Oh, You know, Jenny. when you're awake throughout the operation, you can feel every scream. Oh, my God. So I had this massive panic as I was going down, and I just kept saying, it's not working! It's not working! <laughs> <laughs> And then I was completely oh, out. And I didn't dream. You. Sometimes people say you have fantastic dreams under yeah. general anaesthetic. Yeah. And I, d I cannot remember a single dream. Oh, probably um, just as well. Probably yeah. just as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> it you must know, have when... involved a lot of heavy carpentry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
But I think that because it was they went in the back of the neck, I must have yeah. been rolled over. Oh, you must have been. I thought about it. I yeah, wondered I, how they I would do that. I was wearing one of those gowns with, you know, the backs open, your bum flaps out. Of course you were. I could have told you to have one of those on. I wonder whether yeah. they put a piece of tarpaulin over me. I wonder whether they did. <laughs> I wondered uh, whether you were in one of... You know, you know when you have a massage and, they'd have, and there's yes, a table with a hole in it? A hole in it. I, I think there was... And I think, actually, my head was braced, put in some kind oh. of brace. Because I had these two little sore spots on either side of my temples uh, for the next few days. Oh my god! Anyway, the only other interesting thing about this operation was when I came round, Mm. which was fine, um, and I was in sort of one of those magic beds, which is you know the only way I can describe it is if you've ever flown business class. Yeah. long haul and you get yeah, yeah. one of those brilliant sort of bed <gasps> things What's it? What's it? Uh, yeah and it's got those buttons and you can come up a bit tilt this way oh, oh, were you one like, of those? did you I pretend did, you were oh, on your way I was to fl- I, yes yes Judith I absolutely did I just thought oh this is might as well enjoy this uh, and I had oxygen now they didn't take the oxygen off me for quite a long time. Yeah. I'm not sure whether they forgot or whether it's because I've got high blood yeah, pressure. Yeah, but yeah. anyway. Well, hold on a minute. Slow down. Slow down. Do you mean you had it for you know, so that you could self-administer your oxygen? It was up my it... nose. It was oh, on. Oh, had it up your uh, nose? Oh, I see. You know those right. sort of slightly upsetting picture gra- pictures of people, <laughs> you know, with wires up their nose, tubes up their nose. I was like I mean, that. Um, Gosh. Uh, breathing in fresh oxygen. Gosh, I, I you mean, were I'm probably sure ill, weren't you? I mean, you, well, were, you know, you were. Uh, it, was as a, a it was a hypochondriac. This was, it, it this was, was a real thing. <laughs> this was general, a real thing. A general anaesthetic, and, and anyway, so oxygen, right? Yeah, I've never, yeah. I've never had it before. And when it came to bedtime, I mean, you know, I couldn't really watch the telly because there was a bit of a hoo-ha in my room because uh, obviously um, <laughs> the television was tuned to an Arab station. And was it? <laughs> there wasn't anybody who could get it. It took a long time for it to, to be retuned to, you know. And I, by this time, I was, I was talking shit quite a lot of the time. I was sort of, you know, <laughs> a lot of oxygen, which weirdly sort of makes your brain incredibly clear. Wow. Right. So I my brain was racing at 300 miles an hour. Gosh. So when it was getting to the evening, I was sort of trying to calm down a bit and listen to some audio books. I was listening to this audio book. And at this stage of your recovery, you know, someone has to come in every hour to take your blood pressure. Wow. And so this poor nurse kept coming in. I was listening to an audio book and it wasn't a rude one. It was It's um, called The Great Circle by Maggie Shipstead, which is a great book, but it has some rude bits in it. And every time right. the, the nurse came in, yeah. it was an utter bit of filth on the audio book. <laughs> so, you know, by, by the evening, she's got me down as some kind of weird sort of sexual pervert. And then... Well, I was watching an old version of Top of the Pops, 1979 or oh 78. Oh, my God. Oh, my and, God. Right, yes. I can't remember who's presenting it, but there was a certain pop group on. There was a you know, pop singer, and, and yeah. I was looking at this, and, I, and the nurse came in, and I said, see him on the telly, see him. Yeah. I shagged him. <laughs> and combined with the filth that she'd been hearing of my audio book... And um, anyway, so that, that she, I don't think I don't think she was she really approved of me. And, I bet she but, didn't. I bet, the, I bet I bet she went back to the uh, the nurses station and said, yeah, "Oh my so, god, oh god you've got to watch her." Yeah, she, and she's talking nonsense because, of course, I'm pointing <laughs> at this rather pretty boy on the television yeah. from 1979, and there's me in this sort of hospital bed looking at <laughs> the res, wreck of the Hesperies, going, "Yeah, see him, a shagged him, yeah, yeah." <laughs> Were you serious? Yeah. No, I'm serious. I want to know who it is now. You've well, I can't tell you that publicly. No, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you off it anyway, there. We go. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was somebody who was singing on the top of the pot. Oh, I see. Oh, yes, not, not them on the freaking Even DJs. more interesting. Yes, I know. Well, I'll tell you after. It's all I've told God. you before. But you'll have... Now, listen, we'll get back to you now. Um, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to, You know the oxygen thing you were saying yes, about? Yes, yes. Uh, there was a phase where... Yes. And it I can was see kind why. of on sale, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you remember? And, you know, I think that should come back in because at I the do. end, after, you know, I'd sort of really come round and I'd had quite a lot of oxygen uh, and I was meant to be going to sleep because it was about 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. My brain had never felt clearer. I felt like my bro- body had been thrown at a brick wall, but yeah. my brain felt like it had been sitting on top of a Swiss mountain <laughs> for the entire day. 
I have never, ever had such clarity of thought, wow. Judith. I know. So why don't they sell it? Why can't... Why, you, well, they used to. I think, didn't Michael Jackson sleep in an oxygen tent? Oh, he did. <laughs> yes. That's right. And my cousin, who's a steward on British Airways, I remember having a conversation with him whereby, I think if they have a bad night, you know, if they're hungover... They, they have, have a, a quick blast the, of the oxygen. Yeah. Well, why don't, why do, you know, God, I well, know. Well, in fact, you know, I mean, uh, some people will find this a bit offensive because, you know, obviously you, you have people who are well, ill need oxygen. Yeah. But, you know, recreational oxygen, if anybody knows of any supplies, <laughs> whether we're there's in. any sort of, yeah, yeah, sign us up, in. sign us up. As long as it's legal, we're, we're up for it. Okay. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but I'm not the only one who's had a sort of shoulder, neck, spine injury. Oh, you did something. I have had a bit of a something. I mean, it's not on, you know, it's not... Not on the same scale, but, you know, you'll well, do any, you'll, no. you, you did the cap, the copycat, the copycat, <laughs> and you know, came out. In a way, I think I probably did, um, subconsciously. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, no, well, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously as a, as, a, as a sort of committed hypochondriac, I've always got one or two things on the go. Um, but one one did sort of come to fruition, which is I had, I was aware that, you know, underneath your shoulder of um, the strap of your bra... Yes. Um, I mean, you won't have this problem because you're light-breasted. Yes. Um, but, but the heavy-bosomed, like me, and I remember my mother had this. She had a kind of little dip where her bra straps were. Literally, it was sort of, it, it had kind of shaped the bone. Because if you... What, and, worn and a groove? Worn yeah, a worn groove. Yeah, a groove. Okay, That's okay. exactly the right phrase. And, and it's starting to do that with me. But underneath where my bra is, and I'm doing it now, and it's still really painful... It's really, really hurts. It's kind of just like, you know, when you touch a spot, um, like a tender, you know, a tender, oh, like a, a, a very, a very sore bruise. Exactly. So I went along to a sports physio that Mike's been to for various things, or well, physio basically. Yeah. Um, and he said, yes, you've got a sort of like a, it's a bit of a condition. It's a, um, a kind of bra, bra related, sort bra of related injury. injury. Yeah, that's kind Bloody of what hell. I thought, you know, which is not very glamorous, is it? But, you know, there you go. Um, and he, so he's given me, oh, God, I mean, talk about... Did you have to Did you have to take your top off and show him your bosom? Oh, well, not Jenny. You. Oh, Jenny. He was a lovely guy. He was in his sort of late 20s. But does this happen to you? If, if you are in a situation where you're kind of alone... Well, I'm going to say this now, but a bit worried about myself... If you're alone with, some, with, a, with a young man... Yes. And... There is this sort of terror that I get. That you not might that, pounce. Yes, that not that I would actually do it. I mean, no, I really wouldn't it, do it. I know. It's that same fear you and I have of running someone over. The worst thing in the world that we could yeah. do in that, at that moment, you know, which would... Yes. It's a fear thing. It's a kind of fear. And it's, it's the same thing. It's a compulsion kind of thing where you go, what if I couldn't stop myself from doing the worst thing yeah, that could exactly. possibly happen at this moment? Like, exactly. you know, jumping off the, the edge of the platform or, you yeah. know, those sort of terrible things where you just think, what if, what if I did that? What if I actually did that? Yeah, what if I'm could. about to do it now because I could do this? <laughs> Can you imagine if I actually turned round whilst I'm standing here in my bra and sort of be like, I don't oh, know. I know, I know. And the more you think about it, the worse it gets. And I, and I, and I go through Were you wearing thing. a good bra at the time? Well, well, I was wearing my kind of averagely good, not very good bra. But, but you know, but, but it was, it was difficult. He didn't give me a gown or anything. So I was standing there yeah. and, and the mirror was right there as well because obviously they want to show you things. So I was kind of really self-aware. But it was that awful thing where I thought, I cannot look him in the eye because if he, th- and he stood right close to me, yeah. if yeah. I look him in the eye, he will think I'm going to try and kiss him. Which oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Yes, I do. I do. I do. It was awkward. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So listen, now, the, un- the other thing you, you sort of mentioned to me in the notes for this show is that yeah. um, you've had to buy silicon bra strap cushions. Yes, I have. I have. Um, I'm feeling them now. They are, what do they look like? And do you know, I remember now, I remember my mother used to do this because in the sort of um, shoulder pad era, instead of wearing them on her shoulder, she used to tuck them under her bra straps. And it's kind <laughs> of a way of dissipate, you know, you sort of spread yeah, the weight. Yeah. Yes. So I sent off for them in the, um, I mean, oh God, that's the start of a, you know, a trend, isn't it? I was on one of those websites with the kind of lifestyle aids um, and they're kind of silicone, yeah, they're sort of silicone pads and they, and they sort of sit under your bra. I mean, God only knows if I was on the pool. Do you imagine if I was on the pool? The things you'd have really to take imagine. out. Yeah, no, exactly. No, yes, oh the things I'd, I'd have to say, well, you know, I've got to do, what and I, I sleep in um, cling film, by the way, over my eyes. So I, do, I, I hope you don't find that it disturbing. But, well, you know, why are you talking about those silicone pads? Because she looked at my, I was wearing my Blunston boots yesterday and she said, I'd really rather you wore trainers. And I kind of winced. Did um, she now? Yes, yes. And she said, you need, you need to be your, uh, when you're walking, you need your soles to be cushioned. Gosh. And so I've also had to send off for some silicon soled inputs for oh. inside. <laughs> so that's the two of us, Judith. It's either one end or the other. You know, you've got your bra silicons. I've got my feet, my ortho, or, what was it? They're not orthodontics, that's teeth. Orthotics, no, isn't ooh, it? Ooh, orthotics, is it orthotics? Yes. Oh, hark No, I don't think it is. Why isn't know. there a, a quiz on the television called Hypochondriac's <laughs> Corner? And we it'd just be, it would just be, I don't know who'd be the, the quiz mistress. It'd be you versus me. And it would just be questions like, what is what is ortho, orthodont what is orthodontics and how does it differ to orthotics? <laughs> the other thing I noticed on the notes you sent me is that you um, you've decided no cheese over Christmas. I th- I made some unilateral decisions that I did um, because I thought well you know the trouble is it's when you get left with it all in there you know particularly the cheese. And then I can't stop eating it. So I did. I decided no cheese. It was an unpopular decision. It was an unpopular decision, but sometimes these things are. And uh, it worked out quite well for me. (laughs) Everyone else is going, where's the cheese? Where's the bloody cheese? Well, there ain't any. Um, I'm not buying any crackers, though, next. Not not, Not cheese crackers. I'm not buying any more Christmas crackers. The ones I bought this year from Waitrose, they weren't cheap and they were completely pointless. There weren't even any jokes in them. And I'm just not doing it again. I've, oh, well, I've we had rather good ones, actually. But I think uh, it was Jeff, he went mad. He always does about crackers, uh, crackers. I don't know what his problem is. He's, you know, he has that six-year-old mentality sometimes. <laughs> and, uh, but he got them from the Designers Guild. I think there was a sale just Ooh, before Christmas. And the, the gifts inside, they were proper leather. <laughs> you got sort of... <laughs> Leather oh, key rings and these leather sort of um, think cable ties and luggage cable passes. Ties. Well, you know where you've got too many cables, well, yeah. and all sort of snaking and things, and you you have a sort of cable tidy thing, <laughs> and it's. A, <laughs> <laughs> but it's from the Designers Guild and they came in hot fluorescent leather colours. <laughs> so basically Jeff has bought but Jeff bought bought crackers that he'd like himself. Yeah. Quite right too. Absolutely. Quite absolutely. Quite so we've done we've we've got we've sort of booted Christmas and New Year into touch yeah. now, haven't we? Yeah. So yeah. uh right, let I think Culture we can corner. universally agree that Christmas television was poor. It they gave cool. up, Judith. I think you know there was a time, once upon a time, because well, Jeff used to be the art director of the TV Times, and um, he would bring home the TV, the Christmas TV Times, oh, yes, and it yes. was the only time With we were allowed excitement. the Radio Times in the house as well, and there would be two weighted volumes in yes, the house yes, that you would yes. pour over and mark up oh, and all that. <laughs> absolutely, and there'd be masses that you wanted to oh, see. Oh, so there? much! And I know what would you clash. mean. And you would you think, oh, well, how would we decide? Because back then you couldn't watch two <laughs> things at once. You couldn't record things and eat, oh, all that kind of stuff. And now it's like, it you know, you find so yourself funny. watching a Christmas edition of The Good Life made in 1977. Exactly. I know. 
it really was the worst year ever as far as I was concerned. I just couldn't, I mean, it was searched and searched and searched. And there was also, there wasn't even a kind of review of the year. I mean, I always quite like those, even if they're not a comedy one, I quite like that. Wasn't even that. Nobody tried, nobody tried. Although, no, we'll give, we are going to set there as caveats. Yes. And the caveats, well, I think we both enjoyed the Christmas call, the midwife, even though oh, now yes. I can't really remember what happened. I might have been drinking <laughs> at the time. But I do remember having a good weep over it. Yes. But I always and, weep yes. over call the midwife. Yes. It was good. It was good. But, and there was also a lot of 1960s knitting, home knitting. Oh, so it, much knitting going on. Uh, they, in fact, the new series, there was um, the, the recent episode last Sunday, where I think set at Easter or something, there were Easter bonnets and someone had that. had a knitting, a 60s knitting frenzy of bonnets <laughs> and sort of extraordinary. Mittens. Oh, the Christmas one was the... Um, it was the girl getting married and she yes, got, lovely. she banged her eye oh, and she had she the, the leeches, right. the Christmas leeches. Yes, that, that was, was a bit great. macabre, wasn't it? A bit dark, <laughs> that, that, that bit. And I also enjoyed the Pottery Throwdown, which is back. Well, I haven't seen any of those um, yet. No, the, and the, the Christmas and New Year specials of Sewing Bee were joyous, oh, I have to they say. They were, know, yeah, they really were. I know. Absolutely. Well, because there was Rose Matafeo. Rose was on. And she's so competitive. It was really funny. Um, no, it was, they then, were really nice festive specials and they yeah, did they what they good. what festive specials show. are meant to do it was yeah. they were they were charming so film wise oh, uh, and wow. other television wow. wise what yes. what do you recommend well, you do? uh i sent you a text i don't know whether you've seen it have you seen don't look up the film on um we Netflix. might do it this afternoon L great film absolutely fabulous film funny apocryphal and um kind of knowing it's it's about it's about somebody um, spotting the fact that there's this, um, what do you call it, a meteorite uh, heading for the Earth, um, and heading right for the Earth, and so big, so big a meteorite <laughs> that it's going to wipe out Earth. Oh, and Christ. the whole story, because I can hear you glazing over. Well, no, no, I'm about. just thinking, do we need any more apocryphal no, kind bear of with, horror? Bear with, bear with. Um, it's all about, uh, basically, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, who's the kind of professor, um, and his and his PhD student trying to tell the world. How do you tell the world? And they end up sort of in the Oval Office trying to tell Meryl Streep, you know, that this is happening. And it's how it's how the world reacts to that news. How how we deal with it. But I tell you what, my does it violence, have shades of the pandemic in it? Does it sort of a little bit? Yes, it does. It does. And. Uh, it has shades of all sorts of things in it, and it's a really witty film. Um, but the character that I adored so much was Mark Rylance, who's obviously you know brilliant at pretty much everything he does. Um, plays this kind of is it Elon Musk kind of super yeah. you know the, super the rich, super rich the world, yeah yeah kind yeah. Of Got his own space mission kind of thing going Who on. decides to kind of, you know, get involved, basically. That character is amazing. It's really, it's a great film. You'll love it. I think you'll love it. Well, I, I, that. Great. Well, that is definitely very, very much on the list. I think we both enjoyed A Very British Scandal. Ooh, it was yeah. a story I knew well, but I didn't know Did the ins and outs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been very aware of The Headless Man for uh for years i mean it's a fascinating story i mean it was the first sort of one of the first sex scandals um and you know amongst the aristocracy and it was i thought claire foy was great um yeah, she was great wasn't she? and uh, didn't she look good in pearls and, well the, the pearls, pearls are very wore. good you see they reflect back they're very good they're very good on a woman they're very good on a woman I can't she had pearls. a triple string can you not the, why well because they're just make me look frumpy well this is it yeah i mean she had a great big trump uh chunky triple strand on that's it so the, it was a good that's look the way to go. Ooh, that is the way to go i think if you're just doing a single a single row it looks a bit at sort of 80s princess diana throwback doesn't it's, it oh, a bit a bit slow yeah, isn't don't it work, don't work. but I, I i thought it was a very a, a high quality piece of drama. Oh, very much so. Didn't you want to be on that speedboat? You know where she goes, oh. first of all, to the, you know, the Scottish Palace or whatever yeah, it is that, yeah. that, uh, that she's got her eyes on. And that there was those lovely... The castle, it was there. a castle, the castle, basically. The castle, the yeah. castle, exactly. And they go on the speedboat, don't they, and there's that lovely aerial shot. They just kind of put... He puts his foot down and it's just that feeling of... Like Being I've got in a speedboat. Yeah. Well, she thought style. there was a lot of money, and the thing is, all the money was mm. hers, really. You also watched this as Joan Collins. I did, and I, I yeah, there's a, it's a film on the BBC, and it's kind of her telling her own story. Now, Joan Collins is is is, is a strange um, phenomena, isn't she? In that. yes, she is um, a phenomena. 
Oh, utter phenomena. It's a beautifully put together film where obviously they've used all this massive archive, um, but very cleverly. So she's telling her story and then they'll just use a kind of little clip and a reaction to illustrate out of context, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful narrative. It's a beautiful visual narrative. But I watched it and I realised how much... Because I've met her and I've had to deal with her. And I kind of realised how much I've disliked her in the past, right? Mm -hmm. And it made me change my mind. And I thought, why did I dislike her so much? That was, you know, a strange thing to do, given that she's she's her own woman. She's a powerful woman. And I think because... She was a she, pain in the ass. Well, she's... Yeah, possibly. But also, she's so much the ultimate man's man, isn't she? Man's, man's woman. Man's woman. Mm -hmm. Man's woman, I mean. And, and that sort of minxy kind of, you know... Yes, I always disliked her because in a way... In a way that you've always... I always find that sort of women, you know, in a party or any context, kind of uncomfortable and like... There's well, no looking context. over your shoulder because they yeah. don't really want to, want to be talking to you. Oh, um, I think no. I met her on Loose Women where she, was, she came on and was Joan Collins. Um, you know, and she did... She played Joan Collins perfectly and it was, you know, interesting. Yeah. But, yes. you know, uh, it, uh, it'd be interesting to get stuck in a lift with her and see how long it would take for her to sort of... You know, take the wig off and sort of sit down. And go, oh Jesus! You know, <laughs> well, I don't think she ever would. I think I, I actually don't think she ever would. Uh, but I warmed to her, and I warmed to her for for several reasons. And I did. I remember, you know, because I produced Aspel and Co. And in fact, yeah. they used a few clips from her being on Aspel and Co. The night that I produced it. And I remember she decided she wanted to change the order um, that she was it, she she was on very late on. So you fit, you know, you get this. The warm up guy has finished. And everyone's sitting behind the set, and you're about to play the music, and about you're about to to go. And I get a message to say, "Hold on, Joe Collins has decided she doesn't want to go on second. She want to go. She wants to go on first because she's realised that she's following Kenny Everidge. I think she was, and she didn't uh, want to do that. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's and clever of her. That's actually very, so. But she should have done it earlier in the day. She, she probably should have done it earlier in the day. And it was. I remember it was. You know, I did sort of earn my money that day. I sort of clip clopped down the kind of. Always had to go down the staircase from the gallery onto the studio floor, and of course, that was, yeah, the audience is watching you, and I had yeah, to go over. You loved that though, yeah. Judith. But there was a bit of you going, "Oh, look at me, <laughs> clip clopping in my eighties court shoes Ooh, and my shoulder pads, heels, heels. Court, yes, and my heels oh, and my, heels my and tights." Yeah, yeah, exactly. I used to wear some very nice sheer polka dot tights, I remember. Yeah, and I, I really remember good, those, yeah. A real yeah. good dress that I bought from Harrods. Anyway, yes, I did earn my money. But she was right. She was right. Yeah, I had she to was right. Know, but yeah. yeah, I could have done my knowing a bit earlier. But of course, she's, you know, she's Joan Collins, so you do what you're told. And Joan Collins says that's what you do. Um, but yes, I, so yes, I would recommend it. Well, my recommendations, yeah. I would like to add to that Judy, the film with Renée Zellweger. Uh, oh. It's either on Prime or Netflix, and it's great. It's New really film? recent film. Uh, yes, it's recent, last couple of years, uh, and it's it's the life story of Judy Garland, oh, and wow. it's very satisfying. And Zellweger is great. She really, really is. I mean, she is um, uh, incredibly convincing, and it's terribly sad, and it's sort of you know it's about the chaos of uh, a woman with talent and no sort of self confidence really. And and not the right people batting for her. It's, anyway, it's it's great. And on Sounds iPlayer, great. there's a fabulous black and white Agatha Christie called Witness for the Prosecution, uh, which is based on an Agatha Christie play that was filmed, uh, which has got Marlena Dietrich in, and it's great. Wow. Wow. Uh, and The Tourist has started very strong oh, yes. on BBC. Yes, yes. I don't know how likeable I find it, but I'm finding it very watchable. It's compelling, isn't it? And I love the character, the the um, the detective, and she's engaged to that hideous bloke. Oh, he is awful. He's oh. brilliantly awful. How toxic is he? How passive aggressive? It's such oh. a brilliant yeah. capturing yeah. Yeah. of yeah. those kind of men, and we all know them. And I don't think the men know that they are those men, but women know them, yeah. and yeah. they are. Horrific. Yeah, he really is. I mean, he's, you know, because he, because he seems to be caring and needy, but actually he's desperately controlling. And oh vile. yes, yes. Um, is it? Is it? Yeah, that relationship is really interesting. I don't know whether you've got to the episode where they have a terrible argument and he chases after, but he, but, but he finds the time to put this fucking steering wheel car lock on in the middle of this thing. You yeah. just think, you hideous man. Yeah. Um, but it's it is compelling and unusual actually, isn't it? Yes. I think yes. I would recommend it too. 
So that, and uh, I saw nice. the West Side Story remake in Peckham. Uh, I'm glad I only paid a fiver for it. Oh, uh, Peckham Plex, thing. yeah, Peckham Plex is a a ticket if you ever find yourself in South East London on a rainy afternoon. It's the cheapest cinema in London. It's uh, cheap, isn't it? Fiver. Every ticket to Fiverr, four ninety nine Fiverr, um, and uh, <laughs> you like saying that, don't you? I do, I do. Pack and pack Fiverr. Um, it's too long, and the lead bloke is outshone by everyone else. There's some wonderful performances, particularly by the woman playing Anita. There are some wonderful dance sequences and all that kind of thing. But at the end, you are left with a sort of why did he do it? Why, why did he yeah, spend all that me. money on this remake? But there we go. Mm, yeah, so yeah. should we leap to books now, Judith? Yes, yes. Um... Okay, so well, I've finished the book called Homegoing, which is this big, um, important, really, book about the slave trade and its repercussions through the generations up to the present day uh, by Yar Jesse. Good book, uh, well written, quite hard going, quite punishing, I think, if you're a white sort of middle class entitled woman, like I suppose uh, people would describe me. Um, and me, let's face it, yeah, we all yeah. are. We all are. But, but, but clever, privileged. really clever in the way that she. She puts into context. Well, I suppose what she's saying is that it is with it's kind of within living memory in the sense that it's not so many generations back that you know we started the slave trade and oh, you know and worse really with people kind of working down the mines and follows to the thread. Yeah. Okay. And what are you on now? I've just started a book which I think you've read called uh, Sorrow and Bliss by Meg Mason on Audible, yes. which. Um, Shaped, shaping up right away. Is it good? Did you? Enjoy yes, it? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, th- I think I thought, fell short of loving it, but I thought it was really unusual, and I thought that it was beautifully written, and I really liked the um, the writing about the sisters. This, this this very strong relationship between two sisters, which yeah. is incredibly yeah. loving and forgiving, and sort of uh, so so detailed and and really truthful. And I really I believed I believed a lot of it. Uh, in a way that I don't believe quite a lot of things in in many books, yeah. Um, and yeah, no, I really I think it's one oh, of uh, one of the, you know it's one, it's a really good book to have read. It's on all the lists. I really love The Great Circle by Maggie Shipstead. It's a really wonderful audio book. It's about twenty five hours, so it's ideal if wow. you've got a yeah wow. if you've got an operation coming up and you just need something to take your mind off things, and you know you're going to be in bed for a couple of weeks recovering or maybe. You know, you've got any kind of illness and you need some comfort. You need a big, comforting storybook. I think it really ticks that box. And is that the um, one that had the um, saucy bits that you would really It does have some hospital. saucy bits, oh, but okay. very, very okay. few saucy bits. I mean, it was just the weird timing of this nurse who came in every time. <laughs> and there were so few saucy bits, but she kept, she sort of came in every time. There was some sex going on. And I also really enjoyed Mark Steele, the comedian's jaw-dropping memoir of his extraordinary adoption. It's a wonderful story. Uh, and he's written a show about it. I saw the show a number of years ago, and the book is now out. And it's a, it's just, um, it's it, it. He was adopted very casually back in the nineteen sixties, and it's about finding out about his real parents. Oh wow! And, um, and Mark Steele is a very very left wing comedian. I've known him yeah. sort of all my performing life as a stand up. I mean, he's one of the the first people I gigged with. I've done Edinburgh's with him and I'm really, really fond of him. And it transpires that his birth, his blood father, was this um, Egyptian Jewish um, backgammon champion who hung out with Lord Lucan. It's almost unbelievable, but it's totally and utterly true to the bone. And it's about uh, society and, you know, why, how his mother was bullied into eventually signing adoption papers, which when Mark found them in the end had been ripped up and then sellotaped back together so she obviously hadn't wanted to do it but you know coercion I mean this is the thing that they're finding out now that you know well into the 60s single single women were treated appallingly so that is a really good book and it really helps what's it called who do you think who do you think I am or who do Mm -hmm. I think I am Um, Mark Steele um, and he'll be a very familiar voice from Radio 4 for a lot of people yeah yeah. Um, and uh, we on to the emails now. And um, uh, the, uh, there's um, an email from Jill, aged 57 and nearly nine months. It's probably nine and a half months now. And she asks, where the fucking hell is this notice board you two keep banging on about? And why can't I find it? 
What do we mean by the word notice board, Judith? We need the Instagram page. This is your fault. (laughs) I think one day you forgot what Instagram was and you called it our notice board. And ever since then, we have coined this phrase where you can see, I put a picture up on the notice board. Because we always see ourselves as sort of doing this in a kind of church hall somewhere. Well, yes, or in a a school corridor. What comes to mind is the netball notice board. Yeah, just above a radiator and everyone crowds around and sees what on the board yeah. and we pinned some signs up and was pinned photos up and all that kind of thing <laughs> so if you want to see it's our notice instagram. board it is our older and wider instagram account yeah, which is um, older and wider podcast i think it is just that i think i think it's what you put into instagram yeah, and jill found it and do you see the email afterwards that she sent us and she sent one she sent the email back because i think when i replied to her and she said oh god that's what you mean i think she did actually think there was a notice board yeah somewhere. Uh, where somewhere where um <laughs> And, and my favourite email was um, was from uh, Bex, 40 and six months. Uh, I, she didn't give her surname. There are probably reasons why. After listening to your last podcast with Jenny's bathroom problems, I must tell you about my delightful experience of faecal impaction. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a month-long trip to Australia to stay with a friend who'd emigrated a few years before. After three weeks, I had yet to poo and was oh feeling quite God. ill. I oh, went to Jesus. hospital... And they did an x-ray and basically she was brimming. She was brimming (gasps) with, and she had to be given copious amounts of soluble laxatives, mixed in a jug and then colonic irrigation to release it all. Most people have a photo with a koala, but I I had a trip to any, a posh photo of my intestines and was drinking soluble laxatives by the pint. Thought this might make you chuckle, stroke, vomit. Bex, thank you very much for that. It is, it is more of a problem than people would ever believe. It is, it is, I know. We could do a whole programme on it. We, we could, could do, do a whole podcast yeah. I don't know how many listeners we'd get and how many we'd lose, but listen, more than we, you think. More than you think. More than you think. Uh, we think. wish everybody a very happy new year. We wish you a we functioning do. bowel, a sort of healthy shouldered, healthy, um, you know, fingered. Yeah, healthy finger, fingers crossed. Yes, it does. Healthy fingering. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure your nails are neatly clipped. Um, And you know, I hope to be out and about on the road very soon. But I have to be. I am under doctor's orders, so I will have to wait uh, for the word go. You must, and you don't go mad. For God's sake, don't go mad. Take it, take it, take it steady. There will be slightly more sitting down than standing up in the stage show. Uh, for a little while I think but there we go it's really good to hear you bouncing back and your old self and yes happy new year to the gang don't forget your silicons underneath your bra straps Judith and I will speak to you both next week love to Daisy love to everybody and it's nice to be back it is toodle pip bye